Oh, when I can feel the vibration of you guys in my ears, I know oh it's on. I know <laughs> I'm with my boys when I can he- feel the vibes on my fucking pubes. Dude, vibes. We got to make this one count because there's a good chance. We're not even recording. <laughs> <laughs> Or should we not make it count? <laughs> That's true. Let's fucking you know, play fuck it, it. Play it by the book. Yeah, I'll Let's just not try. I was gonna. I was gonna try really hard. Let's phone no, this like, one in. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Trying to get out of here in 20 minutes. We were talking about uh, Kratom in the parking lot, and it made me remember that I used to put Kratom in a toilet paper to parachute it. And we were at my, our friend Jason's house, and I was in his bathroom, and I was like, "Fuck it, I'll just try to put my whole dose in one in one piece of toilet paper." And it got lodged in my throat fully. Lo- I've never <laughs> choked in my entire life. It completely blocked my entire. Boom! I felt it. it you know, and it was completely stuck. And I was looking in the mirror. I was trying to punch myself in the throat. <laughs> <laughs> to just, <laughs> trying to fucking dislodge it. And I started getting really red faced. And I finally, like, like I was, like, sh- I was, like, shaking my body around. And eventually, it, like, I could, like, it, like, slowly moved. <laughs> drag yeah. down your esophagus. <laughs> and then at one point, I just could get a little breath. Like, <gasps> And I, at that moment, uh, Jason's dad knocked on the door, and I it was like, <sighs> I was so disoriented. I just opened the door, and I was like, "Hey, sorry," and I burped, and it was literally just a cloud <laughs> of kratom. And it was the last day I ever took it that way. I was like, "Something's got to change." I almost just died in my friend's bathroom taking kratom. Dude, I've seen, you? I've seen more people choke on kratom than the cinnamon <laughs> challenge. Straight up, dude. Like the kratom challenge should be a thing. Just, just try to take it, toss take, and wash, and see if you can. Take eight eight G's to the head. Yeah. Dude, that's what I said. The first time I tried that, I'm like, oh my god, this reminds me of the cinnamon challenge. You just fucking clogged my windpipe out. Yeah. It's like it's like when I used to try to eat nutmeg to get high. <laughs> did you ever do that? No. It makes I'm, you wicked buzz. So yeah, dude. Straight up just poisoned. You. <laughs> Based on some of the reports of like higher amounts, like it sounds like it gets pretty gnarly. Dude, it gets trippy as hell. It's like the strongest weed high ever, but also heroin and also mushrooms. So you're like, yeah. <laughs> and you don't feel like talking, so you're kind of just like a mushy version of yourself. <laughs> in your own head for like 14 hours. Yeah, it literally lasts like a day and a half. You're just baked out of your skull. It's almost like anything that's still legal that can get you high, like isn't worth it in the government size. Right? Like salvia, how it just completely self-regulates. Like, we don't even need to ban it, dude. Enough people fucking hate it. Yeah, same with like... Word well, of mouth. Which is weird because like LSA, mm-hmm. also they're like, oh, whatever. Yeah. Fuck it. It's just not worth Who it cares? to people. I've never done it. That's one of those ones where I'm like, I never just jumped on that as yeah. I had to do. There's a, a few of those that I was just like, whatever. I, I just didn't even cross my mind. I it's tried like, the whatever. the Hawaiian baby Woodrow seeds with those mm-hmm. LSA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. They kind of worked. And me and Pierce were talking about it. And then I went to this gas station we used to always buy cigarettes at. And the guy decided this was the day he was going to fucking uh, call me out for my fake ID in front of a huge line of people. And uh, the visuals were just kicking in. And I felt it felt really uncomfortable. It was a bad experience all around. So I was like already like, can I get Marlboro Southern Cuts? Uh, and he was fucking like, Southern Cuts, man. <laughs> I haven't heard that in a while. And he was like, huh? You're going to do this? 
in front of all these people. He's an Indian guy. I'm not going to do an Indian accent. Uh, <laughs> his name was, okay. His name was Babu. His name was, was his Babu. Name. Yeah. He, it was funny. I got to hop in here because he's not going to paint the picture. Water's fine. <laughs> he has a lazy, not like a lazy eye, but his eye was like half open. Like one of his eyes was like half open. He was most of the time he was visibly fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> like he was either on crystal meth or like spice. <laughs> and I know he was smoking spice because he talked about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh yeah, that stuff. Because they, they used yeah. to sell it. Yeah, he'd be like, that's good. And he was that's like 50. Stuff. He was like he was old guy. as a motherfucker, yeah. dude. But he did the same thing to me. Like, I mean, I made my first fake ID for like tobacco products when I was like 15 on paint. <laughs> I found a fucking <laughs> Tennessee ID and just dragged it over to paint. We all had Tennessees, and like, yeah. <laughs> shittily fucking like brought my picture over the other one. And you can't really edit pictures. You can just drag right. shit over it. And it worked for like years. Like, <laughs> and the same thing. I was in line one day. He knew me on a first name basis. I was in there, you know, every other day. He knew who I, hey guy, how are you? You know? And one day he's like, he just looks at it, looks at me. He's like, you coming in? You fuck on me like this? And there's like three <laughs> people behind me. There's a dude scratching lottery tickets like over there. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Hold on. You want to get me arrested? That's what I he was, was saying so to me. Yeah. No, dude, I he's, don't, he's Babu. Like, you with the police? I'm like, no. Yeah, I'm, I'm literally 15 years old. Oh, yeah. my God. I just remembered this. Another thing to paint the picture of Babu. Our friend Tommy worked at Zaxby's, which is a chicken place in Georgia. He had the, he loved Tommy for some reason. He worked out a deal. Um. He went through his Zaxby's one day and said, he's like, hey, you guy. So the dude would ask Tommy to bring him chicken when he got off work and he would give him packs of cigarettes. <laughs> just give them. Like, what was he just taking them out of inventory? Right. Like, hand it over. He's, he's like, you bring, me, you bring me eight piece, I give you pack of cigarettes. Like, and just <laughs> give it to him. It was one of those gas stations that, that just had like two bags of barbecue baked Lay's. And then, like, fucking just Mexican candies and, Wrong. like, five Fantas. Wrong. <laughs> Plenty of spice. Wrong. Dude, that place was stacked up, bro. They had that fucking Mexican <laughs> restaurant in the back corner. They had good Mexican there. It was good. I've So I've never had a Chippies. fake ID. Chippy. I never, like, knew anybody cool enough to get me a fake ID or had the balls to do it. But I was visiting in Virginia when I was 15 years old. My stepdad worked for Micron. So Micron owns an entire apartment complex. And they'll just put you up over there. If you're moving. So I had my own room and the room had some liquor in there from the guy who usually <laughs> stayed there and some keys to a car. So I was like, perfect. I'm going to drink and I'm going to drive. This is perfect. Yes. So we started drinking and I went driving and uh, I decided to stop into the 7-Eleven. I'm like, you know, what's the worst that could happen? She's just going to tell me no. And I go in there and uh, I think I get like two forties <laughs> pack of Marlboro Reds, please, ma'am. And <laughs> threw on a southern accent. Right. Yeah, I got to blend in. How are you? <laughs> she she asked for my ID, so like I run out to the car and pretend to do the whole looking for it. I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry, I forgot. And she's like, Okay, you're fine. And scans it in. So like as I'm driving away, I'm like elated, and I'm like, I turn around and I go back. Oh god. And, 
Yeah, let me get, Double I don't know, 730 packs. You know, yeah. I, I got I got a 30 pack and I think I got another pack of cigarettes like just to. She, she likes to slide. Again. Totally. That's I could, awesome. I was 15, dude. Like, I don't get that. I worked at Stinker for a while and there was like, no way, dude. Dude. If somebody didn't have an idea. I was like. I'm it was so weird. You'll, you'll get in big trouble to jail. for that. Yeah, you go to jail. I don't know if it's like an eat. I mean, I wouldn't guess it's an East Coast thing, but it's like mm-hmm. they were so much more lax about that. Like, we were 15 with – you would have to be – you would have to be challenged to not realize that they were not real IDs. Mm-hmm. And they just let that shit slide. I mean, they would sell spice to kids that were obviously – like, now that I'm, like, a little older – I can tell if someone is not 18, especially oh, boys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like girls, I could understand that could be hard, but boys look so not yeah. like men. It like like 16, <laughs> like, you know? But uh and then when I moved to to downtown Atlanta, you know, I was 18, I just started college. No one gave a shit down there. Mm-hmm. We would go to the corner store and buy beer. I there was a liquor uh there was a liquor. There was a liquor there store. Was three liquors. <laughs> <laughs> there were three liquor stores around my house in South Atlanta that did not ID once. Wow. Like, and I had, I had a really good fake ID. And, uh, you're like pumped to use it. Yeah. You're like, you and they, sure they, you don't they want never, it? they didn't even ask me. They were like, I would just go in there and I'd fucking like put a fifth of vodka in my fucking hoodie pocket. And then I'd also buy a bottle of vodka Oof. and then go up to the counter, maybe swipe one off the counter. You know, one of the airplane glasses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like a beef eater. Yeah. Fucking airplane <laughs> they never, they never gave a shit, dude. And then you move here and they're like, they don't even believe I'm for, fucking yeah, 18 yeah, for dude. someone. They, they look world? at me. I'm clearly 18. And they're yeah. like, the I got to see that. And they scan it. The Every Hollywood time. market used to be cool. Like the Hollywood market on Eighth Street used to be like this cool old lady who owned it, and like they still call it like Hollywood Market Yoga or something. The places mm-hmm. there now because everybody loved this is lady so much. Is that the North End? Yeah, I know where and that is. There's a picture of her in uh, Freak Alley, like in the parking lot part of it, because like she was just loved in town. But uh, that was a place you could go. They just like let it slide if you were if it if it if it was good, like if it worked, yeah, good. But. Because there's plausible gotten... deniability. Yeah. Right? You're like tricking them. You know, and they're getting tricked. As far as I know, with the whole, like, if you're going to run, like, a, you know, from a police standpoint, like an ID scheme, you can't have a fake ID. You can't give, like, quote unquote officers to go in there with fake identification. Well, it's entrapment. Yeah. yeah. You have to go in as an undercover or whatever and just say, can I get beer or cigarettes? And you cannot show ID. Right. And then they have to let it slide. Like, no one with the fake ID is with the police because right. that's in, like that's you said, it's entrapment. There's no the, way. Well, it's a felony just to have one in the oh, first yeah. place. Yeah. Like identity fraud, unless your <gasps> name's on it. There's that. If yeah. your name's on it, you're good. I just remembered something. When I was in Atlanta, uh, I almost got arrested one time for walking around. Like I was hammered. Actually, I don't even know what I was doing. I was like blackout drunk. And I guess the next thing I know, the cops had stopped me and were talking to me. And I fucking pulled my fake ID out of the front first and handed it to the cop. (laughs) And they went and ran it and came back like that. And they're like, that's not your idea. Sir, you're wanted for murder. I was like, like, oh, sorry, this is my my other one. And like gave it to him. I've had that happen. And then they were going to arrest me. And for some reason, I was like... 
just let me call an Uber and I'll just Uber home. And they were like, okay, I guess. So I called an Uber and the Uber came and picked me up and drove me around the corner. And I was like, Hey, 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 stop, stop. And I just got out like a hundred yards from the police and ran across to an apartment complex. (laughs) I totally forgot that I gave them my fake ID. It's so I, crazy when I've cops just, that happen. Yeah. When, when they just let you go. I think that's the craziest thing. Dude, it like, happened to me yeah. a couple times in Atlanta, too. I used to use my military school ID. So I was 14, <laughs> and I taped a 1 over the 5. So it was 91. And well, at the time, it, I think it, it would have made me 18 at the time. And it was literally, it, and I would pretend I was in the military. So I would be like, <laughs> so yeah, this Riverside is Riverside Military <laughs> School. Yeah. Well, it, it's just said like Riverside Academy or something. So like it could have been in theory, maybe like a military college or something. Uh, but yeah, and I would go to the Kroger by where we lived on campground and it was only tweakers working in there past midnight. It was particularly one dude. I'm pretty sure he ran the whole fucking store. <laughs> and I would go in there when they were closed and shit. Like they would be closed. Be like, hey, we're closed. And be like, can I get a, get a cigarette? And you're like, yeah, you're good, man. I'd, I'd buy like cartons of Paul Malls and walk the three miles it took to get all <laughs> through the woods just on Robitussin. <laughs> Pocket full of fucking cigs. Dude, that same Kroger one time, me and my buddy from Atlanta, the big one, uh-huh. uh, were up in Forsyth for some reason. We were fucking hammered. And we drove, we drove to that Kroger to go buy Air Duster. Yeah, buddy. We're like, let's go buy some Duster. <laughs> Kroger's and, got the good and dust. And we couldn't find it because we were so <laughs> drunk. So we walked up to the front. <laughs> oh, God. And a kid we I went to high school with was working the counter. <laughs> and not like a cool, like, you know, regular on the kind of more nerdy goody side. And we're just hammering. We're like, hey, do you guys sell Air Duster? And he's like, <laughs> um... I don't know. <laughs> you know, stuff you spray your computer off with. You got that here? It's like, I have no idea, man. I'm like, Pfft. all right, it's okay. <laughs> Dude, I broke into that Kroger one time. That was the place where I pried the doors yeah. open when they were closed and I went and stole beer. Then you had a warrant? <laughs> yeah, something like oh, that. Oh, jeez. I really, I really lucked out with a, 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 this actually reminds me a lot of what you just said when I used to drink still. My, uh-huh. uh, one of my best friends at the time and I, we discovered that if you drink malt liquor out of cups, and you could just chug it instead of being limited by the glug glug uh-huh. of yeah. the bottle. Dude, and the bottles, warm. they get too warm. I, don't know, 40? I fucking yeah, hate it. Too yeah, tough. People gross. say like Edward 40 hands, like tying to, tape it yeah. to their hands. I'm like, that's ridiculous. But yeah. we discovered that. And I think we just split like three of them between the two of us. <laughs> and he had shit to do. So I walked off. I was basically fucking homeless at the time. <laughs> and so I go walking off. It's like right by where I live now. I'm walking up Bergeson Hill and it's Bergeson. raining. Burgers, man. <laughs> I'm so fucking drunk that I'm like tired and I find a spot like just barely under a tree where it's not wet from the rain and I lay down and fall asleep and I wake up to a cop he's like hey man you okay and I'm like yeah I'm fine I'm just going to meet a friend he's like okay man he's like just get there basically let me go so I wander up to the Home Depot up the hill there and I'm wandering around don't know what to do with myself and so I go between, like in the aisles, like where all the products are, and like nestle myself between, like the pallets and shit, so nobody can see me. And I fucking pass out, and I wake up, and it's like three, four a.m. in fucking Home Depot's no clothes. Way. Oh my god! Straight up, and I'm just like, oh dude, I don't know what to do. I'm like, do I just stay here? I'm like, I gotta get out of here. So like, I go to try to find a door, but it 
like won't open so i'm like oh i have to they have emergency exits i'm like i remember that was the thing oh my god so i'm like i had to hit the emergency exit and i like oh no just hit it and just ran out of there i'm like i'm on camera like walking through this place like fucking idiot and how the hell and i realized i left my fucking backpack was left in there i realized that once i sobered up i was like oh dude i had like a spice pipe in there my fucking my yearbook and then something that said my name. So it said like Chris Foster and then it had a yearbook. It's Have a great line. summer, Chris yeah. Foster. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I actually, I got it back too. I actually got my backpack back. Nothing no way. happened. And like, how did you get it back? I just went and asked for it. Oh my God. And they didn't, <laughs> they didn't put two and two together. I looked for it. Like I went and looked for the backpack in that spot. And then like, I went and asked them and like, it wasn't there the first time. And then like, I think I went back a second time and they had it. <laughs> can't believe I kept going. That's like one of the many reasons like I quit drinking. That was probably like the last year in which I was drinking. Because like fuck. horrible shit like that was it. <laughs> Wake up in Home Depot. Had a big depot sleep. <laughs> Pierce, what were you saying? It seems like you had a revelation of some sort. Oh, I did. Yeah. Um, I just I just remembered this story. Like one time, um, there was this bar that we used to drink at that was really close to my buddy's house. Uh, you know, it was like within like walking distance. And... Mm-hmm. Funny thing, side note, it, it, we used to fucking play CeeLo with an off-duty police officer. What's CeeLo? It's dice. Oh. So, like, you know, playing dice and gambling. And we were 19, and we would play, oh, we would yeah. gamble and play CeeLo with, a, with an, like, a uniformed police <laughs> officer who would, after his shift, he would come to this bar and kind of... I honestly, I don't even know if he was working security, if you, if he was just drinking there, (laughs) but he would still be in his APD uniform (laughs) and we were underage and we would gamble with him playing dice. And this dude was like a degenerate gambler. (laughs) Like I don't, and you know, I I can't chalk this up to skill because it's dice. It's luck, you know? And for some reason, I don't know every with dice. I have weird luck with dice. I don't know why I always do great with (laughs) CeeLo. And we would, I would run up this fucking cop and he's the type of dude where I, I would take, or I should say we, cause I had a buddy who was also like, he would all, he, that guy was just a loser. He would lose. <laughs> and we would always end up taking all of his cash and we'd be like, yo, hold up. Let me go to the ATM and get more. And he would go to the ATM like three times and oh we would just take his money. And he was a fucking police officer. Anyways, we would go to this bar and, uh, we were walking back one time and I don't know what the fuck got into me, but I got it in my head. Like I'm going to get, I'm, I'm going to smoke some crack tonight. Like <laughs> I'm going to get crack. Daddy hitting the pipe. And we're walking back and there's this gas station on the way back and we're stopping to get beer and we stop at this gas station and I'm so fucking tanked. Wait, you're not with the cop anymore, right? No, 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 okay. no, no. Okay. I, I'm with, I'm with my buddy. It's like a training day and, scenario. Yeah. Right. And I, I cannot understand why I did this. I wa- there's a dude filling his car up with gas and I just walk up to him and say, Hey man, you got any crack? And he's like, yeah, dude. Yeah. No way. Like, yes. Here's the thing. I don't know if he did. He might have been just trying to fucking work me. Uh-huh. So I walk over there. My buddy's in the gas station buying beer. I'm trying to buy crack from this dude out in the parking lot. <laughs> and my buddy walks up and he's like, he gets a beer and he's like, what are you doing? 
And I'm like, Zoom, just getting some crack. And he's like, no, the fuck you're not. You're not. Come on, dude. And I'm like, come on, man. It's bullshit. Let me do it. And then I'm like, well, I got to get something in the in a gas station. And you know how, like, you try to be sly yeah. when you're drunk, but oh, you can't yeah. be? Oh, so, I got to like, go bathroom. Yeah, I obviously. Yeah. And he's standing there. And the guy is there. And I, like, look at the guy and I'm like, <laughs> and then I, this dude follows me into the gas station, follows me into the bathroom and I'm like getting out cash. And he's like about it. And my friend busts in the fucking room. And he's like, fuck no, man, I told you. And he's a really big dude. He's like six, he's eight, terrifying. like yeah. six, eight. He's gotta be like two fifty. He's huge. Like he's not like fat, but he's just a, he's big gotta be two fifty easily. And, yeah. uh, he fucking grabs this dude and is like, I fucking told you, man, like you're not selling this shit to my friend. Starts like shaking him and shit. <laughs> and he's like, come on, man. Like we're getting out of here. I'm like, I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry. I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> Just drags me out. And he's like fucking walking back. He's like, what the fuck were you doing, man? Just trying to get some crack. Towards the end there, dude, I would get drunk and I would really want either crack oh, yeah. or meth. And yeah. like, I didn't know where to start. I know. Most of the time, like, you were in a good place for it, though. The, yeah, you were in I downtown was. Atlanta. I really yeah. see the issue was is sure I could have gone walking the streets looking for it. You would have got ripped off. I could. Oh, I would have yeah. gotten my ass kicked or uh -huh. been ripped off. Yeah, every time I did benzos, it turned into me being like, I want for fucking sure. coke. Yeah, or I won't give a care, care if it's meth. You want a collection? Like, dude. Yeah. I just want to fucking slam drugs in. The like, first time. <laughs> I'm sorry. Finish. No, you're good. I was just... the first time I smoked crack was. I had taken a bunch of Xanax and had been drinking and I blacked out and I was at my friend's house who was downtown. And then I was walking to that same buddy's house that was, or not the same, but a house in the same kind of area. And I was walking from downtown to this place to walk there. You would have to walk under what is locally known as very poorly named the homeless bridge. <laughs> so it's the, the freeway is going over this part and there's a road that goes underneath the freeway and it's probably a hundred yards because you know it's like a four or five lane both sides highway going through downtown and it the both sides of the street were lined with like you know cardboard you know it was a camp yeah. you know so i was walking under there and I guess I, I just went up. I think some dude was smoking crack and I was like, dude, I'll give you $7. If you let me hit that pipe. He's like $7. Yeah. That's like, that's, that's like a rock. He's like, oh, yeah. fucking what a deal. That's good money. So yeah, I like smoked some rock with him and then got to my friend's house and was fucking gacked up. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I'm like, dude, I smoke crack or something like that. <laughs> it's and then a me. I ended up walking back to the other friend's house and I wake up on his couch in the morning and I really don't remember like any of this. And the first thing that when I wake up is I notice how bad my mouth tastes like <laughs> bone dry tastes so bad. And I'm like, Oh, what the fuck? And I remember I like sat up and I'm like, dude, I had this weird dream. I smoked crack with a homeless dude last night. And they're like, you did. And I'm like, what? <laughs> They're like, you did. You paid a guy and you smoked rock with them. And I'm like, 
Oh. It's not that big a deal. We're here. (laughs) So we're here now, okay? Thank God. We took the step. You had to be creative here if you wanted crack. Like, you couldn't buy crack. I've been looking for crack for weeks. I don't know where to get it. I had a buddy who I most certainly can't name. He's doing very great now. But, like, he had learned how. Joe (laughs) Biden. He had learned how from a buddy's dealer and mixing up with baking soda and that's actually the first fucking way I ever did cocaine you made we're smoking it. crack oh. out of a bong <laughs> and I was like woo like that little that fucking whistle I was like wow this stuff really is good the rumors are true wow. the rumors are rumors so when I got to snorting it I never had like I was never like, super pleased sucks. with this like I had to do a lot and like really numb my nose up if I wanted to be pleased that way just shoveling cocaine oh. into your nose Cocaine's Just the don't worst. beat the rock, baby. <laughs> I can't do anything except coke when I'm on coke. I swear to God, that's it. <laughs> it, it there was a weird point, like junior year of college, like probably the last, or maybe like the end of sophomore year, when we were all thoroughly invested in fucking partying super hard. And we'd all get coke in Athens, and we'd just end up, a lot of us would just end up smoking it. We'd all get hammered and just end up putting it in cigs. And then fucking one friend in particular, I won't say it, but I remember one night, we're all just doing blow, like, as college kids would do blow. Like, maybe a gram or something, and a whole like a whole night of drinking. And I, I wake up, and he's just still awake. And, uh, and, he's, and I'm like, what's up, man? How you feeling? He's like, I'm good, dude. I accidentally smoked all my coke last night. So I'm pretty fucking... <laughs> He smoked like a whole gram of coke. <laughs> this has gone out of the innocence of college partying. Yeah. He smoked a whole gram of free base, free base coke. Didn't he make it himself in the bathroom? Yeah. Yeah, he like oh. got a spoon yeah, and like got some baking up, powder I from tried. the fucking oven or from the kitchen. It's hard. I, no, I've never done that. Yeah, that would be funny. I wasn't willing to waste any. I was always like so cheap with drugs that I was like. I'd be I afraid got, I'd ruin it or something. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah exactly. I did a couple times. That's exactly why I never done I'm like, Dude, yeah. I don't. I'm, you fucking. I'm gonna throw this in a in a fucking <laughs> pot and you know. Yeah. Put water and baking soda, and I'm gonna ruin a whole bag of coke. You know? <laughs> Isn't it pretty easy though? You just kind of like keep stirring it or yeah. something. I watch drugs Inc. So yeah, <laughs> watch a lot it. of drugs. Heavily invest. <laughs> the way he says it in that voice makes it really easy for me to interpret. <laughs> He's now freebasing for the fourth straight hour. <laughs> and it's funny because it's like all the same photos, just like do 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 do, shown in different collages, moving yeah. quickly. The Baltimore. city, cars, yeah. a street lamp. You know, Baltimore, like. the purest heroin. On the market, <laughs> <laughs> Jesse's out panhandling yeah. while his son's at daycare. <laughs> yeah. He's wearing a bandana. Yeah. Anything you know? helps. Yeah, <laughs> and sunglasses. I spent a little time on the East Coast, like, and I'm glad I didn't spend like a lot of time over there drinking or doing benzos because I probably totally would have like done shit like that like going down the streets asking people for drugs yeah he he went to college in atlanta and i went in south georgia so there just wasn't you know crackheads mm-hmm. there but i it's better off that way skip have you ever that. seen snow in the bluff yeah dude yeah. i i lived movie. like five minutes from there <laughs> that's an at awesome one movie. point um, but I yeah, it was real the first time I saw it. Like my buddy was like, I think we all it, it, might, it might as <laughs> it was scary. It might as well be real. Yeah. It might yeah. as well. It is just like it's that, so dude. accurate. Like yeah. in terms of what happens, like that, like that apartment complex that they film a lot at. That like you know shitty brick apartment complex is on a English Avenue in Atlanta, and I would drive. I would drive down that street to get home. Sometimes when like the main like kind of road was filled with traffic, 
I would cut through that area of town. I don't give a shit, dude. Our, our friends used to go get heroin there and stuff. And coke. Yeah, and they would coke. go drive there. <laughs> Just get fucking ripped white off. kids. Oh, that one kid. Yeah. Fucking, he got ripped off like hundreds of dollars because oh, he would go there and he'd be like let me get an eight ball and they'd run away yeah and they'd just oh, be yeah. like okay and take his money and just fucking <laughs> like, what are you run. gonna do you, like, like there's three dudes there you're gonna go yeah. up and kick their ass or something and yeah. you're in the bluff you yeah. can't even get out of your car three dude. 17 yeah. year old white kids man. i'd be afraid to stop like yeah. in the, like yeah. a lot of areas a lot of people are and not yeah. like and get blocked in or something i <laughs> never did that dude i was never desperate enough to yeah. or i don't know I probably was desperate enough <laughs> enough times, but I just didn't do it. I probably didn't even think to do it. <laughs> Seriously. Dude, speaking of Coke, <laughs> we're going to get on to Coke stuff. I remember one time I went to this rave and I had been partying all day. And for some reason, I'm like, I'm going to wear a suit to this fucking club. <laughs> and I wore a full suit and um, like... I, when was I, this? I had taken some Adderall. Uh, I must have been like, I must have been 21. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 21. And <laughs> we go to the club and my friends had some X and some blow that I kind of gave some money for. And I had taken Adderall earlier and my friends were rolling. I am walking around this club the whole time <laughs> lying to people about... Um, that I, I was telling people I was a fucking uh, a tech investor. Or no, I, I said I was some uh, tech mogul from fucking San Francisco. Just lying. Like, I was, I don't know. First of all, I don't I'm know. I'm in how, from Silicon Valley. I don't so. know how I got into the VIP section, but I was walking around the VIP section and I would just sit in people's sections and just start fucking yapping to them. And my friends are rolling, and my friend gives me his bag of Coke and says, Here, man, you can have some. Like you can like here, have some, you know? And for some reason in my head, it was here, man, you can have the rest of my cocaine. So I said, sweet. And I took the bag to the bathroom and rolled up a straw and put it in the bag and did the whole bag and just, just fucking Hoover schneefed it, all of it out of the bag and was just fucking gassed. Actually, I might have started the lying after that. I think I did that, and I'm like, dude, I'm just going to fucking tell people that I'm like they won't a know. fucking I'm going to get some person. fucking investors, bro. I'm going to yeah. make, make money hand over fist. I'm going to get a check. I'm walking out here with a fucking check tonight, dude. It would be like that guy who like got a bunch of Bitcoin from a bunch of investors, and then he went to India and died. And like a bunch of people are trying to get his like body exhumed or something. Have you heard uh, that this one dude had like the current worth would be like $500 million worth of Bitcoin on a fucking jump drive. And he accidentally threw it away. Yeah. So people have gone like full blown, like 21st century treasure hunting for it. And have, have linked like, all right, this dude lives here. This trash cycle picks it up. It goes to this dump and people oh, would man. go and fucking yeah. dig through the dump <laughs> to try and find this fucking flash drive. That's so crazy. Was he rich otherwise? Or that was like his one chance. Oh, that was it. Because oh, I, I, you know, I don't know, but yeah, um, it, yeah, I think he he had a bunch of Bitcoin, you know, way before, like back when it was like forty cents for a Bitcoin or what was it? It was like a dollar and f- like a dollar and a half in like twenty thirteen for one Bitcoin, and so this dude must have, you know, bought a, a decent amount, and then it jumped to like ten thousand dollars for one Bitcoin. So and then he accidentally <laughs> threw it away. Didn't think I'd need that. 
Yeah. Oh, Oops, a daisy. <laughs> just had a bunch of bad porn on there. <laughs> a bunch of bad porn <laughs> and some Bitcoin, baby. <laughs> Uh, we were we bring this story up. We and Pierce were talking about it the other day. As I used to, whenever I would do ecstasy, I would lie to people a lot. And this one day, I kept telling people <laughs> that I was Ben Stiller's son for like hours. I missed the whole rave. We were there for like four hours, and it was just me outside, like alternating between like saying saying I was a lot younger than I was, which is not something because I I had a fake ID to get in for eighteen, and then I'd be like, dude, I'm only fourteen. I'm in here. <laughs> And looking back, it's like, why was I even doing that? And then I would also be like, yeah, my dad dropped me off. You might know him. It's uh, Ben Stiller. <laughs> I'm Jeremy Stiller. Uh, and Dude, a lot of people bought it. The funny thing is the precursor to this story was. Oh, yeah. It was like Casey and four other of her friends. And I don't know why, but my like I had my own car. But for some reason, my dad let me borrow his car. Uh, to go down to Atlanta for this concert. And we were all together and Casey, we were going to pick up Casey and he's like, I'm at a CVS on like highway nine, like come and pick me up. And we go to pick him up and he's just like in the shadows, like hanging out outside of this pharmacy. And he like walks into the car gets in the car and I can tell he is housed so drunk I drank two fists of vodka yeah and what he didn't say is before he had also drank like a 12 ounce bottle of Robitussin we get he gets in the car we drive for five minutes and then he fucking pukes all over the inside of the car and then we had to fucking stop at this gas station I had to wipe it all up because he was too fucking useless to do it himself and it's like oh I'll push it around I put my shirt on it and then it just the combination thank god I threw up dude I would have been so fucked up I would have gotten lost in Atlanta did you did you know that taking ecstasy and Robitussin can like kill you from serotonin 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 syndrome that's right I would have been fine dude I I mixed all (laughs) kinds of stuff with that I would have been fine I've even heard people say like uh, Kratom and like DXM can fuck with each other like there's a slight chance but it's like such a low there's a weird um, thing with uh with DXM, if you take a little bit, it yeah. potentiates it. But if you like full on like Robo Trip with Kratom, it can like mm-hmm. fucking give you serotonin. Syndrome. And what that kills you? It can. It can. It can kill you. Or it can like fry your brain or something. Well, yeah. like I've heard it can it can mess with your emotions too because it's like if you you can like fuck up your serotonin flow. Uh huh. And that would suck. I don't know yeah. about you guys, but I, like I think it can. Yeah. I think it can like permanently fuck you up. I, I used to take SSRIs and I would fucking house Robitussin for years at a time. <laughs> and it felt yeah. well, look at you now. Look at you now. <laughs> I'm smarter. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the past eight years have just been a dream, and I died when I was fourteen. <laughs> yeah, I all, like I was on SSRIs and I would take ecstasy like all the time. But yeah. then again, that was probably just crystal meth most of the time. <laughs> Thank so, God, it works like a charm. <laughs> Thank yeah. God, Thank God it was just meth. Dude, I must have done ecstasy, quote unquote, like five or six times before I truly rolled. And yes. as soon as I got like pure, like good ecstasy, I was like, oh, that's been meth. <laughs> it's just like you're, you're fucking grinding the shit out of your teeth on like a point of ecstasy. Right? <laughs> yeah. 
yeah. not really any like not not like ecstasy euphoria just kind of like speed you and I'm like yeah this is pretty good right you know and convincing yourself that yeah. you're rolling this is it this is it smoking, this is totally it smoking enough weed you essentially are rolling you're like, yeah <laughs> same thing man same thing there was like these pills that were around for a while like back when I was like really going hard and they were these little yellow Pikachus and over the course of him being around, like my buddy and I, we were taking him too much. The shit, dude. They got worse over time. Like they got methier and methier with each yeah. batch because everybody loved him. And uh, there was one night I was hanging out with a bunch of friends and we stayed up. We we're having a grand old time. And it's like everybody kind of realized that we were a little twacked out all of a sudden. <laughs> and, it, and it made my friend's girlfriend really uncomfortable. She's like, guys, this is weird. I don't like this. Like we'd be sitting there smoking weed and then. My buddy Chris and I would each just start like maniacally laughing, like, so fucking hard. <laughs> and so he's like, "All right, I'm going to bed." And like everybody else left except him and me, and we sat down and we smoked a half ounce of weed. And Jesus, we were taking <laughs> one gram hits out of his bong. He's weighing out a gram. We were taking one gram hits and holding them in until nothing came out. And like it was seriously like I've never been able to smoke like that other than on amphetamines. Oh, right? for it was sure. incredible. Yeah. It was fun, but uh well, it just immediately like dissipates. Like, dude, if you're geeked yeah. up on Adderall, you can smoke all fucking day well, and it'll be gone in like thirty minutes. They're bronchodilators, so it helps yeah. your your body make use of oxygen in the lungs quicker. Oh, That's why you really? like to smoke cigarettes so much. Yeah. Yeah, smoke like four packs. Menthols yeah. too. Oh, good stuff. Ooh. Get Paul Mall Red one hundreds just to make them last fifteen minutes. Dude, I fucking used to smoke Paul Mall Green 100. He'd smoke man. like two packs a day when we were like 16. Oh, yeah. <laughs> One night I woke up in the middle of the night and I couldn't fucking breathe. Literally, and I just had a panic attack, so I stopped smoking. Do they even sell Paul Malls here? Oh, yeah. Oh, they do. Okay. They, sometimes they're like under the counter. Like there's like a whole like other thing of cigarettes. Black like market. It's like these yeah. are the trashy cigarettes we're not yeah. willing to say that we have. <laughs> fucking like USA Gold. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Seneca's I think Seneca's have like more nicotine than the rest of cigarettes mm -hmm. I have they're one fucking the other dude I bought I had a pack. one the other day they're strong yeah. Yeah. I bought a pack of Fortuna 100's one time smoked the whole oh pack God. at a concert and got bronchitis dude every time I would smoke <laughs> Fortuna's I got bronchitis no joke <laughs> Even when I was young, like 14, we'd like get uh, some meth head to buy us a bottle of Taka and a pack of Fortunas to split. The next day, we'd both have bronchitis. <laughs> There's got to be some fucked up shit in there, dude. Fucking Class B cigarettes. <laughs> just sticks. Yeah. Fucking just wood chips and shit. <laughs> it's got a bunch of mold. Yeah, it got a bunch of mold. Fertilizer. The first time I had a Virginia Slim was in Virginia. It was like that same time when I was ah, 16. Fitting. I was partying around that time. My friend picked me up this time. I wasn't drinking and driving that time. And... uh as we're partying, like there's like the cool mom there who's like chaperoning and make sure everything's cool, even though these kids are fucking getting drunk as shit. And then she starts telling me like, "Oh, you don't know what my husband does?" And I'm like, "No." And she like takes me into this other room, and she's like, "He's uh, because at the time George Bush was the president." She's oh. like, "My husband is George Bush's communications officer," and like what? takes me into this room, and there's a picture of him like with Bush, and then like a flag <laughs> signed, and like all these like. <laughs> badges of valor and all this shit Jesus I'm like Christ. thinking I'm like what the fuck is this lady doing and I'm like oh like now I'm like they probably had some sort of like immunity where they're like just don't go fuck with like politicians houses cause over there dude like all the neighbors in my parents neighborhood were like secret service and shit my yeah. brother's ex-wife my brother's ex-wife worked for the secret service that's wild yeah. dude <laughs> That would be so weird living in that area, man. Yeah. I could imagine that DC, the like metro DC area, has got to be a tweaker's worst nightmare. Yeah, like, <laughs> seriously, literally just men in black everywhere. Like, well, man, they're fucking coming for me. 
Well, yeah, doing acid there with my best friend, like it felt like that. It was just so like, like oh, I, I couldn't help but think of like every government conspiracy ever. And <laughs> They're like, reading my thoughts, man. <laughs> seriously, and like seeing a helicopter go over, I'm like, that's the president. He's got important business. Like he's got to be there quick. <laughs> he's up there with a fucking pirate's telescope looking <laughs> at your ass. <laughs> it's just Obama. <laughs> I, I think I, I might have told you guys this one, but I was out front. My brother, my buddy, uh-huh. and I walked by this fucking FBI building, and out front was like, I think I counted. It was either like twenty or thirty fucking black. <laughs> SUVs all on and running with nobody in them and I just felt I'm like man that's just like the biggest like fuck you to like the environment to the oil that's coming from the Middle East where we're at there's your taxpayer money seriously folks. that's the kind of shit that like really riled me up and then like some homeless dudes like sleeping right in front of <laughs> a bunch of dudes from the CIA come out like get the fuck out of here right. <laughs> just laying in front of an SUV run me over Knew it. <laughs> uh, uh, Pierce, when you were a, a freshman, did you have roommates? And your did you live in a dorm? I lived in a dorm for half a year. I lived in, a, in the dorm for a semester. Did you have roommates you didn't know? Uh, yeah. So. Did you terrorize them? No, oh, yeah. I wasn't even the worst. <laughs> um, so and I'm not trying to say this as like you know, an insult, but I had a very very gay roommate. And then I a very this, yeah. a very straight Latino boxer dude. <laughs> so it was a the super t- gay, tensions were high. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was a really. I mean, honestly, it was a very diverse room. It was a very gay black dude, a Latino like boxer dude, and then some fucking white drunk kid. <laughs> and I mean, we all got along fairly well, but the 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 the, the gay kid was very loud. Like, and he was very, you know, emotional and talkative. And, uh, I remember one time this was really funny. I was like sitting there like writing a paper and he was watching the Victoria's secret, um, <laughs> like show. And he is like, Oh my God. Oh my God. And he was like, one of those people were like the more excited he got, the higher he climbed. Like, and I like, I like turn around and he's on his desk with his face, like eight inches from the TV. He's like, Oh my God, she's so beautiful. And she, he's like crying. I'm like, what? Oh my God. It was so funny. That was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. But anyways, he started getting into like speed and coke, right? So one morning, um, I had my girlfriend over at the time. I would sneak her into the dorms by, I would make her lay on the ground of my car, you know, like get down. And then I would drive through the little like, cause, uh, our dorm was an old Hilton hotel. Mm -hmm. Um, so you would drive through this little like, you know, security gate and you would go into the parking garage. So I would make her get down so I didn't have to check her in and we would drive through. So she had stayed the night and she was up in my dorm with us and we wake up in the morning and his name was Jordan. He was laying on the ground, clutching his chest, freaking out. And he's like, I'm having a heart attack. I'm having a heart attack, like freaking out. And I'm like, I was experienced with this field. So I'm like, dude, you're good. Like if you were drinking and doing blow last night, like you're just going to be really anxious. You're probably just having a panic attack. And I guess he was already like freaking out beforehand and he had fucking called the like EMT. Oh my God. Rookie mistake. We were like, actually, I am sorry. 
we woke up to the fire department coming <laughs> into our room and he's laying on the ground like, I'm having a heart attack, blah, blah, blah. Or no, I think, never mind. Whatever. Either way. The fire department is in there like fucking getting this kid ready, fucking feeling his like chest and shit like that. And they fucking carry him out on a stretcher. And I'm like, what the fuck? Ended up though, he actually did fuck up his heart. His heart had swolled, no. swollen up from blow from doing coke. Holy yeah. shit! <laughs> That's Ooh. so funny the way you describe that. You know, he's one of those guys who climbs higher than Mark. Oh, I know these types. Yeah, the climbers, <laughs> right? You know, you like get on a chair, get on a table, or something like that. He was so pumped up, man. It's funny. I never went to college, but I actually managed to live in dorms for like six months with my girlfriend at the time. I was like drinking. I think I was like twenty-one at the time. Oh I was drinking God. a shit ton, and it's the ones like uh, the towers, like right there, yes, next yeah. to the library, and. I don't know how I got away with it for so long, but like her roommates were super cool, dude. We slept on a fucking twin mattress together. Oh, it's horrible. It was awful, man. And I too lived with a very gay guy. And like he wasn't supposed to be living there either, but like he got bullied so bad by the guys on his floor and in his room that he just fucking stayed there. So it was like a pretty mutual like communal living. Yeah. And like yeah. it actually worked out. And like my girlfriend at the time, like her fucking she had a glitch on her card for like the Boise River Cafe that's mm -hmm. like their cafeteria so she just had like unlimited guest meals so I was eating fucking great <laughs> Dude, I had living bed good, to sleep in yeah. I was like just I didn't have to go to class dorms have I good food too. feel like a piece of shit about it now but you know you did what you thought you had to do to survive yeah, at the time. You know? <laughs> it made all made sense at the moment you know oh my god dude I was an absolute eco-terrorist to my fucking roommates I was a monster I, everybody in my complex was like who god damn here comes rocket uh -oh. <laughs> I was just screeching and fighting and breaking shit I'm so time. curious to hear these screeches you talk about. Like, it's exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like just, literally. <laughs> oh my god! Because <laughs> I, 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 I would think it was funny when I was sober, and then I would get hammered, and it was like some primal instinct of like I would fall down a lot. It was like I was notorious. Yeah. I would lose my legs. He was as like soon a baby, dude. He had baby legs. I was like a deer. I was like a Bambi, and I'd fall down, just rip my head on the fucking railing <laughs> wherever I was, and just. <laughs> and somebody'd have to throw me in the back of a random person's pickup truck and they'd drop me off a hundred yards from my apartment. Oh god, get him out of here. <laughs> but but yeah, I stayed in the same room. There was a guy downstairs who had his girlfriend staying with him. He had a huge room. He had fucking luxury. And we're upstairs up this really skinny winding staircase that I fell down no less than like 25 times. <laughs> like a cartoon, you fall at the top and drum, drum, all the way down the spiral <laughs> staircase. It was made out of solid like steel, so it really did a number <laughs> on you. And he, he never drank in his life. And then I would just get hammered in my room and just sit there. I remember this, dude. He, dude, he was so you. weird. He was a weird kid. His name was Ryan. And he was a... Uh, he was just a nerd, just a real tubbo. And uh, I'd just get, dude, I'd get blasted for no reason. Just drink like f three, four locos and just watch like True Detective on my uh, laptop and just get up and just eat shit. <laughs> 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 or come home late and start eating all his food and Ooh. shit. And I was an alpha, but I was also <laughs> I was also a beta because anybody could beat me up at any time they if they just wanted usually to. Did. Yeah, they just I talked a big game. Just got away with murder. <laughs> you want me to fucking cut you, dude? I used to yeah. try to knife fight a lot in you college. You have that like that psycho vibe <laughs> for yeah. sure. I got dead eyes when I'm fucking hammered. Yeah. <laughs> I think I was just so nice that like I just like talk people out of it that they'd actually kind of pity me. They wouldn't like. 
be mad. They'd be like, dude, this guy's so fucking fucked up. Like, I can't kick his ass. Sorry. Uh, there's another podcast that's going to be recording after you guys. Uh-huh. Um, so do you guys think you could wrap up in like 15 minutes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. Uh, fuck, man. God, what was it? Dude, I remember... Uh, sorry, were you telling a story? Oh, no, you're good. I, I remember I got prescribed from the college... I think about this all the time. From the college nurse, I had bronchitis, and they gave me double-strength promethazine codeine. It was like it was like 15 milligrams or something. And normally, it's like 5 per whatever, 10 right. milligrams or whatever. And it was like double or triple strength. It was like yellow, and it was in a small... I bet it was worth like 100 bucks on the street. Right. And they gave me like three refills. So for a whole week, I'd just drink half a bottle and just get possibly... Fit. I'm just beat oh. red, you know? <laughs> And it would give me these night terrors. Uh, Dude. Horrible night I terrors. I used to get those. Yeah. <laughs> Shit's crazy. Dude, it's the most intense. I had a lot of nightmares when I was doing speed, but that oh week. Oh, my God. that's You oh should talk God. about fucking Fort Myers. Oh. The night terrors yeah. in Fort Myers, dude. Yeah. Well, well, just real quick. This one happened where I, I, I realized I was in a night terror. It's like a lucid night terror. I, I went to the to the door of my dorm and these black hands came under and they grabbed me by the throat and I woke up in my bed and I was like, oh my God. I like screamed and I looked at my phone and my phone started ringing and a black hand came out of it and grabbed me in the face. <laughs> and then I woke up for real Dude. and I was just screaming. <laughs> my roommate's just like, oh, what's happening? Dude, I've, I've, I've experienced the exact same thing. It's awful. With hydrocodone in it's high so school. Scary. And one of them, I went downstairs to get water. It was so routine. I'm like filling up my glass of water. <laughs> and my stepmother jumps on my back and she's screaming. And, like, starts, <laughs> and I'm trying to like shake her off. And I wake up in my bed. like, <gasps> And it's like, I swear, like I, something else happened. And then I wake up again, dude. It was horrifying. <laughs> that only happened to me for a, sh- a couple times that happened to me with hydrocodone. And then never again. It never That's used weird. to happen. It was that one batch of codeine that made it happen. I don't know what um, it's funny though, because I did the same thing at my college. I went yeah. to the like the <laughs> campus doctor. I literally the first time I did have bronchitis, <laughs> and they gave it to me super easy. So I got it in my head. Oh, I can do this again. <laughs> so I smoked like an entire pack of Marlboro mm-hmm. Reds to help, and I fucking scraped. Resin in my bowl and just torched my throat so it would be all inflamed. And yeah, I went to the fucking doctor. It was like, Yeah, I think I have a bronchitis. And they're like, Yeah, here you go. And it was fucking, yeah, same like legit promethazine codeine syrup, 16 ounce bottle. And it was $5 at the fucking pharmacy with fucking insurance, dude. Just, Just, yeah, I took it down in, in two. Two sessions, half bottle, half bottle, yeah. just laid there. Just it feels so good, <sighs> dude. I used to scream in my car, uh, going to the doctor to try to get it. <laughs> just like, <"Hey."> <laughs> 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 trying to make my throat raw or whatever. <laughs> I always like thought like because I tried the same thing with cigarettes. I get there and be like, this guy stinks like fucking menthols. Like he was trying to smoke a whole pack. This is Newport sickness. Yeah. If you, I'll t- I can tell you that Fort Myers story. You gotta do the fucking Fort. That okay. thing is so goddamn funny. We, me and a bunch of friends went there when we were seniors in high school. And uh, to make a long story short, we were fucking wasted on the beach one night, and there was this guy with really long dreadlocks. He's this white guy, big fat white guy, and his name was some colors like 
blue or, or green. What's up, man? I'm green. And uh, <laughs> just a trash beach drug dealer. And he had a whole crew with him. And I walked by and he's like, ecstasy. And I was like, yeah, buddy. And he gave me a fat ass capsule. Like, it, dude, it had to have been crystal. And just fat as fuck. And I just split it in half and just both nostrils fucking blew it to the dome. <laughs> And it hurt so bad, I had to, like, lay down and hold my head for a while. And I got so fucking geeked up for, like, like 12 hours. And we stayed up all night. Well, I stayed up all night. Everybody else went to sleep. <laughs> and I'm taking triple shots of fucking vodka. And I went to the pier. And there was this guy uh, who didn't speak English. And I was so geeked up, I thought he was speaking English. And it took me, like, five <laughs> minutes to realize that he was saying... I don't speak English. <laughs> but, but, but I was like, yeah, sharks, man. You think they got any? And uh, <laughs> the whole time he's saying the same sentence, which is, I don't speak English. Uh, and, just cornered this yeah. poor man, yeah. dude. He was like an old like old, old fisherman, like a homeless guy. <laughs> and I'm just, ooh, fucking, we should sell fish. And uh, <laughs> whatever, it wore off. And, and so like a, the next night, I was trying to sleep and I felt awful. Like my brain was just so drained and I'm trying to sleep. And, uh, I realized later that I was having, uh, what do you call it? Sleep paralysis. Yeah. And, but I thought it was, I'd never, well, I had had it, but it felt really different. I'm sure it was a panic attack and I'm sure it was sleep paralysis. And I thought that I was having a heart attack. So I was in there in the room just by myself for the longest time, fall asleep for a second, sleep paralysis, wake up, scream. And uh, <laughs> the whole time everybody's in the living room fucking partying their asses off being young, and I'm just having like a complete mental crisis in the bedroom. And I thought it was haunted because I would go <laughs> into sleep paralysis and I'd see, you know, shadow people or whatever. And so the last time it happened, I'd get up and i dart out of the room and I'm screaming. I'm like screaming. I run into this party just screaming. <laughs> and they're like, what the fuck, man? And I was like, I'm fucking having a heart attack or something. There's a ghost in the bedroom. And, and, uh, uh, and I, I open up the freezer and, and our friend Cody had told me, uh, I'm trying to tell the story the best I can. I can't really remember. He told me like it would help lower my blood pressure. So I have like half my body completely in the freeze <laughs> trying to make my heart rate slow down. And this fucking dad, the dad who took us on the spring break trip and got us the hotel room and shit just comes out. And uh, he's a real crass guy. And he's like, what the fuck is that? You guys got to go to bed, man. What the fuck is this shit? <laughs> like, Something's wrong. <laughs> it took like two days for me to recover. I'm, I'm sure, dude, it had to have been like fucking crystal. But. Sleep paralysis is scary, though. It's horrifying. Yeah, I only had it one time. It's awful. I had it one time. There was it, a... it wasn't even like night terrors. It was just I woke up, couldn't move my body. I couldn't scream. <laughs> exactly. My girlfriend, my girlfriend was next to me, and I'm laying there. And the funny thing is because I... You know, I took AP Psych in, uh, in high school, so I knew what it was. But I, like, woke up, <laughs> and I could tell I was awake, and I could not move my body. And... I was like, oh shit, this sleep paralysis. And my girlfriend was right next to me and I'm thinking like, oh, I'll just yell and I'll get her to wake me up. And I'm just, <laughs> just laying there. I'm like, oh no, I'm stuck. <laughs> and then I finally, yeah, that was you, it. You try to wiggle one toe, like kill Bill. Yeah. And then eventually it'll wake a leg up and your legs I've, flailing. I've and... actually heard it hum. Yeah. You go, hmm. I've, oh, it'll, get your you can hum. Back. 
Because, see, I try so it. hard to scream every time. Be like, I don't know why. Like, I know what it is, but, like, it freaks me out so bad every time that I oh, start. Mortifying. I try screaming, try screaming to my girlfriend. And, like, she'll wake up in the middle of the night just hearing this, like. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, my way of trying to be, like. And I'll try. I'm At the same time, it's, like, I'm trying to fight somebody or something. And it's, like, I'm weak as hell. It's really, it's kind of embarrassing. I wonder but. if that's why. Dude, me and Casey were talking about this. We both. Will occasionally wake up oh, yeah. screaming. <laughs> yeah. I will wake up. I'm not having a nightmare. I nothing. I am just. I just wake up and I'm just. Ah, 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 and then it's like I, I like. I'm just yelling and I'm just like, what am I doing? <laughs> just like stop. Okay. And I've just scared the shit out of my girlfriend. Like I just am screaming, you know, for no reason. Like, oh, oh shit. Oh, apparently I have PTSD and I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, what happened? What am I repressing? Like when I was Was like, I in Iraq? When I first started my lawn mowing business, I had a dream one night and my girlfriend heard me in my sleep and I just said mow lawns. <laughs> like, I'm just like go on. How, how, how stressed was I that I was just like in my dreams too? I'm like I can catch up on these if I do it in my sleep too. Mo lawns, mo lawns. my life. <laughs> so with this season starting, you're gonna have to help make sure I'm sticking around at the comedy club. Okay? Yeah, because it's gonna be so easy to be like, oh, I don't want to go, but uh, I want to stick to it. Yeah, you'll be tired. And and, comedy sucks. And if y'all need some work. <laughs> At any point, my yard is all work. rocks, <laughs> <laughs> like almost literally. It's <laughs> the way to do um, it. We don't have a lot of time left, do we? Yeah. Uh, we what could... do you want to do, Grimace? I did. I also wanted to retell the fucking New York story. Well, I'm gonna try to. Let's. Did you? What? You didn't tell that last time. That's already published. No, I did tell it last time. I think mm -hmm. I heard it's already published. I yeah. heard that on the. Uh... It was oh, a couple of weeks ago. Holy shit! Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm blending things. Then what we should do if we haven't done it is it a, is a grimace around the horn. Uh, how grimace started the coronavirus? Oh, we did do it already. We did. Yes, oh we my did God. it with cat. <laughs> I'm losing my mind, dude. What is happening to me? <laughs> uh, we could do grimace steals the election. Oh. <laughs> Grimace at the Democratic <laughs> primary. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's let's do it. Uh, all right. Uh, Hold on. We should. Are you familiar with how Grimace around the horn works? Not really. Okay. It's yeah. Well, uh, so we'll each tell a little part of an improvised story, and it's then, like popcorn, mm -hmm. but regarding Grimace and the topic. And, and you'll reach a stopping point, and then you just go. You point to the next person, and and it will reach a natural conclusion. Um. You'll get it. It's, it's all stupid. It's None of so it matters. stupid. Don't, Don't worry about, about it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the stupider the better. Um, Iowa caucuses, 2020. Grimace walks into a fucking VFW in Des Moines. Fucking pulls a chair up, turns it around the cool way, just starts staring at this woman doing bingo. He's in the wrong room, <laughs> and he says "burp," which means fucking. Where's fucking Jennifer Warren? Wait, what's her name? Elizabeth Warren. Where's Jennifer Warren? And she says, who's that? And he fucking snaps her arm. She's super old. So she screams. <laughs> she runs out. She's terrified. Grimace takes that as a sign of enjoyment. So he thinks, which means everybody's kind of getting down in here. This is my kind of crowd. He starts spinning, which is the only way he knows how to dance. And he's kind of just has his fist stuck out like a human helicopter. And he's just spinning and spinning. Everybody's running for the fucking hills. He starts taking the tables, the chairs. Everybody's fucking destroying the room. And he goes, which means fucking party's over. 
you don't got to go home, but you can't stay here. And nobody's in there anymore. It's just him. <laughs> and then he walks out and he fucking smells Democrats. <laughs> he kicks open the doors of this giant uh, fucking uh, debate room or whatever the hell happens. Everybody's in there, a whole panel. And he grabs a bunch of people to go vote because he's real confused as to how it works. And he gives them all stakes and makes them put stake in the ballot. <laughs> then what happens, Pierce? So he gets all these uh, unwilling participants to shove stake in the ballots. <laughs> As we all know, uh, old people love to vote. You know, they don't have a lot to do. They love to vote. So Grimace has amalgamated, you know, probably 100, 200 elderly folks. And they're all visibly confused. They've all just, you know, shoved a stake into the ballot box off the whim of this purple blob. Um, they are standing around, you know, they're like, okay, well, this this guy's an authority. What now? You know, what? What? where do we go from here? Um, so Grimace goes, brrr, and means, uh, follow so all these old people are kind of walking around like ghosts you know just kind of following around grimace he's he's marching them down through the streets of fucking des moines until he gets to the the fucking the coliseum and uh they're doing an open uh debate you know you got all the contenders there you got joe biden you you got you got your you got your bernie you got your your warren and they're all up there and they're uh they're taking questions from the crowd and Grimace fucking kicks the doors open to the Coliseum. <laughs> the light comes flashing in from the outside. There's a fucking army of the elderly behind him. <laughs> he rings them all into the crowd. He fucking just walks by the goddamn, uh, uh, what do you call it? The host, <laughs> the moderator. Yeah. The moderator. And he just fucking, he just shoves her to the ground. <laughs> He just pushes her to the ground. He says, brr, brr, which means this is my debate now. And then he fucking, after he throws her down, she looks up and says, you can't do that. And he just grabs her by the fucking ankle and just throws her through the fucking top. <laughs> just blasts through the top of the fucking building into the sky, never to be seen again. Probably tossed her full into orbit. And it twinkles like Team Rocket. <laughs> and Grimace gets on the fucking stage and he goes, and he fucking, he screams so loud it bursts everyone's eardrums. So everyone's fucking, all their ears are ringing and they're all just fucking dazed. And in a very hypnotic voice, he says, murder, which means I'm your candidate now. <laughs> then what, Chris? <laughs> and, uh, <clears throat> uh, then Michael Bloomberg shows up <laughs> on a magic carpet that he paid for with his own money. <laughs> Funded the technology. It has his name on it and everything. And, uh, you know, tries to cast him to uh, get his people to vote. <laughs> He's trying to get everyone to vote for him. So uh, Grimace naturally, I don't know how this would sound with him saying this, but he says no. Basically, like, I'm not going to sell out, essentially. And Bernie's like, that's right. <laughs> this is a respectable individual and he's like shut up Bernie <laughs> I don't know how that would sound but he's like yeah like, I'm probably gonna vote for you but shut up man like nobody asked for your opinion here <laughs> we'll figure it out when we get there and uh, uh, you know and then he starts thinking about Andrew Yang <laughs> tear rolls down his face and he's like damn he's the one I really wanted <laughs> now it's either the super rich guy or or this old guy that's kind of annoying, but he's got really good intentions. And uh, so Grimace, Grimace leaves with a thought, a lot to think about. And uh, 
<laughs> and then what happens? <laughs> Grimace leaves morally confused. Yeah. Grimace straight up goes home and goes to bed. Dog. <laughs> 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 and he wakes up and he calls an Uber and he punches the Uber driver so hard in the chest he dies. <laughs> the end. <laughs> Did I do okay? Was that, that was, that was that wonderful. Was great, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, we missed out on our uh, folks. Who, uh, folks who this. Oh, yeah. We didn't even talk about it. Uh, folks who are listening, we have once again got one of our best episodes uh, erased forever, kind of. <laughs> uh, this somehow keeps happening um, through no fault of our own. Um yeah, and every time it happens, it happens to be when it's an incredibly funny episode. Yeah, we did like an hour and a half of fucking killer stories. But I, I have the audio. I'm going to try to release some version of it this week. So you'll probably be able to hear a little bit of it. Yeah. This might be confusing. But we, we did some hella awesome stuff last time about fucking psychedelics and aliens and paranormal and shit. It'll be posted. We'll find a way. The Lord the Lord can do it. Lord Grimby. Purple, God willing. Purple you know, dick and God angel. is willing. God loves Grimmy and Grimace loves fucking. <laughs> yeah, let's all just say Grimace as many times we can, just so because this is Grimace, 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 Grimace. We reached our threshold. It's a Grimace episode. Thank you. Got to keep the sponsors happy. Yeah. Boop.